Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm. No game, the man of Kufion Conkele, Gachibe otherwise we song Conkele. Ika kosa bat the tinch the care, Kozukumono let you let the tinch the bear. Aba, the guilty I think the fair, can't sing the coin, Kalole Kande, a Uh, people telling me 
they are having trouble to call in. Uh, Dr. Kajira, send me a message. Um, mm. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. Um, but others have called in. So maybe he's facing the same problem. Yeah, it's fading. Is so, he, I don't know. I hope he's not. Because at times what happens is that you <laughs> you could just be missing one number when you're dialing. And uh, I hope that's not the case. We just need to get my brother. We Sorry, just need to get a one eight hundred number. That's the that's the whole thing. We we just need to uh, get a one eight hundred. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, good morning. Uh, and here is a stranger. He's been gone. Kev, talk to me. Good morning. Good morning, Roger. Uh, my mama, good to have you, baby. Good morning. Good to have you, baby. Thank you. Thank Good you. to have you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pianki. How are you? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> you got me? <laughs> you you know, Pianki, when, when I arrived uh, in the United States, uh, it was 1998. Way, 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 some 22 years ago. So I never knew what what's going on, what meant, what I was supposed to answer when people tell me what's going on. Oh, well, well. So, I can understand. I, I can know. understand. So I used to work in McDonald's. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, I could ask you how's the weather up there, but uh, I... I don't want to no, press you with no, the that's a cheap shot. with the horror. No, that's a cheap shot. If you do that, that's that's a cheap shot. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a I, I got a kick out anyway, of the picture you showed of your your uh, patio furniture with about six inches of snow on it. About what? <laughs> and that was in September. <laughs> a month and a half ago. That was in September. <laughs> but like I said, that's a cheap shot. There's no need to go there, you know. We've been okay, playing for right. a long time, and now today we want to, uh, we, we're going to problems. I, I don't understand that, but, you know, you know, I love you. It's been a while. Uh, good to have you, Pianki. Uh, come and uh, help me um, innovate. Today we are going to look at how we can innovate ourselves to a $200 billion uh, country, Kelvin. 200 billion. I'm not talking about 30 billion, 50 billion economy. 200 billion, baby. I'm putting it on the plate. <laughs> I'll be in trouble. Yeah. Good morning. You're stretching it. Uh, good, mo- good morning, Roger. And how are you? I'm well. You can, you, you can hear. I'm uh, just a happy man, a happy Kaunde man. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, good, uh, good to have you. Whoa, uh, whoa, Bela. Good morning, Dr. Patrick. We are, we are here at the water cooler. As you can hear from, uh, did I say hello? Yeah, I said hello to Nathan. He comes all the way on top. He's got this special system which which uh, beats everybody, and he goes on top. I don't know what. Yeah, how sophisticated the uh, Nathan has become, how he manages to do to do this. Do uh, you know that I called in using the, the ZBTR system? Oh wow! So so that's why oh. they favor you. They put you on top like that. Yeah. Oh, 
Let's see. Let's see. If Dr. Gajira is having issues here, maybe I can call him using the ZPTR system. I don't know if he to call it a, a what? A Canada number. Let me work on that last year. Oh, to I see. Yeah, please do. Yeah, read on that. Yes, that's a good idea. Man, I didn't know you were this sophisticated brother. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so, Dr. Patrick. Please say hello to me, brother, before I I go on my how is uh, North Carolina. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I like I, that. Did I hear? Did I hear a few minutes ago a stranger to the program? Yes. Our long yes. lost brother. Yes. My two strangers. Yankee and Kelvin. I tell you, two strangers. It's, it's, yes. It's 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 I tell you it's it's like the the lost tribe being refound. <laughs> well, you send explorers across the world to make discoveries and come back and tell you what we found. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. ZB, we call we call you ZBTR missionaries. There yes. you go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very nice, uh, Nathan has done his magic here. So if we have a problem calling people, I think we'll just be using this uh, system. Whoever has problem, they want to charge you. I think our system is proving uh, technician Nathan has just be, found something while we are live. Yeah, uh, let me just uh, mute him. Okay, I've got one phone which is calling. I don't know which one is. I apologize for that. Yeah, so we have a small issue. I don't, I don't know what happened there, Nathan. Uh, it's it, to ring me. It's not responding. Uh, we'll, oh. we'll try to work on it. I'm sure people have uh, something uh, they want to bring to the to the table. Uh, Kelvin, you've been missing for a long time, so I might as well give you uh, this one hour. Uh, what do you have to share, Kelvin? What do you have to share before? <laughs> no, nothing. Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, just uh, there should just be. Come on, brother. You've been gone for a long time, brother. Don't do that to me. I know, I know, I know. I, I was supposed to have shared uh, a lot, but no, uh, nothing really was happening. Uh, you know, just uh, found myself busy with uh, life's chores. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, going to bed at uh, 6 in the morning, waking up at uh, 1 o'clock on a Saturday wasn't the best uh, of things, but hey, I, re- I readjusted uh, my schedule, and here I am. Uh, Happy to be on the radio with family. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what stories uh, are making uh, headlines in your um, in your network? The 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 one story making headlines is the impeachment inquiry. Unfortunately, Mr. Pianki, uh, I'm uh, in support of uh, impeachment of Donald J. Trump. So I hope uh, you know that works uh, uh, by April 2020. <laughs> Yeah. 
What did I say? That's the one that's uh. Oh, there goes the water cooler. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you, know, you feel that way because you're not going to play. When uh, I let people take over my mic, then they start to uh, boil the water cooler, uh, you know, from from nowhere. Uh, they, uh, we, we have said uh, the the impeachment of Trump might not end up into a removal, but at least it will still send that big message. Uh, which the, these little dictators in Africa, they were all getting wowed up, you know, very happy about um, uh, how all Trump has taken over, the Republican Party has taken over government, nothing is functioning. But here they are, the Americans are showing they've got a system in place. Even the most powerful individual, the most arrogant individual, they can put him uh, in, in check. Um, we had a small win, Dr. Patrick. Um, the lower Zambezi, the government has uh, reversed the decision uh, from mining in the, uh, in the national park. So we, we, we got a win. It was uh, announced, I think, uh, on Thursday. Uh, it was um, a big push from all Zambians uh, at home and, uh, and abroad, as always. So I think we were very, very grateful about, about that. Uh, what uh, surprised me, Dr. Patrick, to this uh, issue of lower Zambezi mining, it is uh, how resistant the people are. In, I think some of us, uh, Nathan and I, are old enough. We cherished the mines. We worshipped the mines my time when we were growing up. Today, I think people don't care. They don't care. I don't know, Dr. Patrick or Kelvin, if you have a comment to that. The people power. Yeah, first of all, yeah, first of all, I take the exception of uh, you just mentioning yourself and Nathan about the mines, okay? Dr. Kasonso, <laughs> myself, uh, we feel disrespected. <laughs> no, no, listen, listen, listen. No, uh, but, no but, you uh, are younger guys. You are young people. We don't know. If, I, you don't, I will, what, what, Nathan, can you tell this young man will, what we expect? Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, was, I was born in the mines, in a mine hospital. I was raised in the mine area. I know so much. <laughs> so, no, listen, uh, the resilience actually was built uh, starting, I think, 1988, 89, uh, when, you know, we fought the, the one-party state. Uh, resilience yes. was seen when Chiruba agitated for the third, uh, third term. You see that? Uh, Zambians have become resilient. You see, and, and this is just one example of them saying, look, uh, enough is enough. We don't elect you mm-hmm. to make wrong decisions. We elect you to make the right decisions. There's no way you're going to turn any piece of environment into a you know, mining activity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not uh, propagating the interests of the Zambians. Uh, you're not propagating the interests of the environment. And the fact that uh, we have, uh, you know, uh, strong environmentalists, uh, you know, uh, strong conservationists uh, helps uh, the cause. You see that? Yeah. But it also tells you, it also tells you that, hey, we are actually practicing the tenets of democracy, free speech. Mm-hmm. We have to be able yes. to voice our concerns. And those in power listen to those concerns, very reasonable. They go back and rescind the decision, which is a very, very big win for the country. I'm excited about this. I was actually rooting for it. 
Thanks. Yes. Well, we had uh, like a Samsung here for two weeks, who has been uh, yeah. in favor yeah. of uh, uh-huh. uh, the mining. What say you, Bakasong? Yeah. Yeah, first of all, uh, what we do in politics is to congratulate the winners over the issue. <laughs> so we have to we have to congratulate you guys for uh, first, first it's very it's very good to hear Kevin's voice. Uh, uh, you know, we have to congratulate you guys for putting enough pressure on this inept government uh, to reverse uh, uh, a decision just based on pressure. Uh, uh, however. That pressure will not end with the mine. That is the pressure where that will also uh, uh, be put on the president if he should seek a third term. So, uh, uh, but the, the, the issue of the mine, the issue of the mine, my contention, uh, you mentioned that we all grew up in the mines. Yes, we will all grow up in the mines. Even if, uh, you know, the uh, dollar copper refinery there is behind most of my uh, secondary school and college and family work there. And Dr. Kasonso himself, the medical doctor in Chilabombo, was working in Concola mines. And I used to live in Chilabombo there sometimes and all those kind of things. So the mine is all over cloud our lives. But that mine that we are talking about was our mine. It was a Zambia Consolidated Copper Mine, ZCCM. This was a mine for the people. The kind of mine, I think that's the, the reason why the resistance uh, to mining the Lower Zambezi was successful is because I also just found out that uh, this uh, company was actually cleared for exploration under the Monawasa government, but it is entirely an Australian enterprise, a foreign enterprise. And that's, the people have seen what is happening with the current mining activities in the country. Exactly. We have one mining company. We have one mining company with its balance sheet totals equivalent to the GDP of the country, the people who are uh, in operating those mines, I won't mention the mine here, lest the people go and ransack and, and, and take their assets from them. But one mining company has the balance sheet totals equivalent to GDP of the country. It means that the country has been robbed of the resources that define Zambia. So when you would take the lower Zambezi and you give it to another foreign company, the resistance is not entirely uh, that people chose Tuvitolans over the minerals. No, they, <laughs> they may have chosen. They, they, they may have chosen the the the, the stake. If the government would uh, the type of mining that raised all of us, I don't think the people can fight it. We have to explore all of our resources to help ourselves. Even under the Monawasa government, when they allowed exploration in that part of the world, the world they did a broad-based consultative process. The mining that they wanted to do there and the mining that eventually started happening there is totally different. It's people coming to steal yeah. things to go and raise their children in their countries and then you remain starving. No, no, yeah. no. I, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. The, the fight has been to conserve uh, or preserve the environment, Dr. Kasonso. And here's why. If your point uh, is valid, right, people would still riot then against KCM, against uh, Mopani, right? Because those are the companies now operating and those are the companies uh, uh, are exploiting our resources for their own benefit. You see that? Uh, if, if, if the mining exploration license was issued in, a, in an area that did not encroach on uh, wildlife, 
Zambians would have approved because guess what? It would have brought jobs. The, the, the higher issue of, you know, these are our resources, we need uh, a stake and this and that, I don't think do, uh, uh, arise at this point. The issue is preservation of the environment. There's no way you're going to mine in the lower Zambezi and encroach on the wildlife. That was the point. I think both answers, uh, Kelvin, to me, are okay. Uh, meaning, back in our day, when we all worshipped the mines, I think they could have, uh, um, they could have gone ahead. Uh, the resistance, uh, and then back, back then we never had Facebook or Twitter to share information to know what is happening. Um, so th- that probably is the, uh, the, the, the problem. But now, the, the two things Vakasonso mentioned. We've seen the damage in Sulawesi, and the people there, we are complaining all the time. Nothing is happening, economic-wise. Like you're saying, the balance sheet of uh, those two mines, they are more than new, uh, what Zambia is worth. So people of Zambia are saying, what the heck? We don't need this. No, uh, but where, where is the... Uh, no, no, good morning. Why haven't they rioted against Kansashi? Uh, say that again? Why haven't they rioted against Kansashi mining? That's the point. Well, they are yet to. They might. You know, the elections are coming mm. up. Red Fox, mm. um, no way. Forget it. But they don't know. It also could be a question of ignorance. They don't know. They do, because they don't read. They don't know that the balance is total of quantum minerals. No, no, I, 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 I come from there. Um, no, I come no, from there. Your and they don't know that they, they, they don't know they don't know where the money that comes from the mines goes. But they no, do know that they I don't know like anything like as much. Remember if, when if, I you if we go in every village and tell the people if we go in every village and tell the people that this country is worth this much and this company is worth this much, but much of this money is going out of this country. Then the people will stop fighting the Chinese who are setting up stores, and they will start fighting for a stake in the minerals. That was not your. You don't even need that. Let me tell you, I was where I was uh, staying when I was in Sulawesi. Back, remember Kelvin? I spent four months. You know, in the road uh, where the road was. That's the main road going to the copper mine. And uh, every day, on a daily basis. Every two hours, there is um, a convoy of about 10 trucks. They move in like 10, full of uh, copper, copper cathodes. And when you speak to the locals, the anger, Kelvin, which is there, uh, we are talking about uh, a, a place which, we, which has uh, not too many people, so getting together and uh, doing something very aggressive is probably um, a, a little bit hard to do. But I can tell you, in my place, Northwestern Province, there is real anger, especially when they see those trucks carrying um, uh, copper cathodes. And they'll tell I, I you, agree. this is the only thing we see. It is I, the, our wealth going, and we don't see anything coming back. There is real I, uh, anger. I can tell you that in Northwestern. I, I, real. I, I, 
I agree with that, but Dr. Casonso's point for the resistance in the Lower Zambezi was uh, that of people knowing that these resources are being expropriated by these mining companies. We don't own any of these, right? Why haven't they rioted? They're angry, right? Why haven't they rioted against uh, Lumwana Mine, against Kansanshi, against KCM, against Mopani? You see that? That is the, the, the conversation. I understand the anger. You and I, you know, angry. We've talked about the expropriation of our resources. What are our people, you know, benefiting from these? We have expressed uh, reservations about, uh, you know, the, these mining activities and these mining companies. Uh, Zambia has sold a mine at $25 million before and not cash money up front, right? This money was paid over time after people making $375 million in profits a quarter, you see? But the argument on the Lower Zambezi was that of preservation of the environment, not per se that our resources were being expropriated. I don't agree with that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, 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 I think some of us, it, it was diverse. Let's say it was diverse. One of the arguments I was making last week on the radio was exactly that. We have not seen the fruits of the mines we have in northwestern province. And therefore, you tell us you are, you, are, you are going to take away the mines, it ain't going to happen. It is not happening. Yeah, it was one there, of the reasons, because we have not seen the fruits of what we, uh, those who are digging up uh, northwestern province, we haven't seen nothing, nothing. That 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 is exactly the substantive point, Roger. That's the substantive point. That's the crux of the matter. The issue of the environment. Yes, let's go to Zambia itself. Let's go in a village, and ask the people if they care about the environment. No, uh, or if they uh, care uh, about the local industry. I won't support you. No. No, no, let no, let me finish my point. Me, no, let me finish my point. Yeah, let me finish my point. We are not saying mm -hmm. the environmental concern is irrelevant. No. What we are saying is that in the grand scheme of things, the environmental concern is a secondary concern to putting food on the people's tables. Uh, putting food on people's tables is a secondary concern. Why? Because our priority should not be that the trees are flourishing and the animals are swimming well. Our priority should be the human beings are eating well and sleeping well. And what resources do we have for our people to achieve a life that is commensurate with the situation that they live in? That is where if the environmental argument is what was used as a first, good and be it. But the bigger issue is that on the grand scheme of things and in recent years, the Zambian people, are not benefiting from the mines. So it wasn't constructive or beneficial for the people of the Republic to uh, dig up another well of minerals, and then the people still get nothing out of it. And that could be a bigger consideration in the minds of people protesting in the name of the environment. Hey, Roger. How many Go mining operations is ran and owned by the Zambians themselves? Well, the sad story is that uh, we own about Zero. 13%. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying, Kevin. I hear what you I hear what you're saying, and we I hear these complaints about what others are doing. But in order to solve the problems, 
in order to show the people a different side of the picture, you're going to have to start your own mining operations. You're in countries where the technology exists. You're in countries where information on the subject exists. Start your own mining operation. And you had a nice convention in Dallas, and I'm observing and see what comes out of it. I'll check back from time to time to get progress reports. <laughs> can I can I uh, come in, Roger? Yeah, Doctor Doctor Akajira, welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah, I I lost my network for some reason. That's why I wasn't able to yeah. get in. But so I'm using my landline. Um, uh, um, hi everyone. Uh, I, I I listened with uh, a lot of interest uh, on the various arguments that are being given. Um, uh, one point we should know about the Lower Zambezi uh, issue is that there's two conflicting industries there. So it's not a matter of just uh, mining. There's tourism. So it's not sort of like a, a land that was idle and nothing, not used for anything, and then you prospect and find some minerals and then you start. That was a designated area as a game park. And uh, uh, so uh, impact of environmental uh, analysis of environmental impact was made. Zima, which is the organization that looks into that, uh, was opposed to mining in that area because of the ecological uh, effects that, that uh, the mine would, would have on that. So that's one aspect. Uh, the other is that tourism needs to be um, developed, and uh, it can also provide jobs. It can bring money, direct cash, into the economy. And I think that's where we're missing the point. Uh, too much mining by um, foreign conglomerates that are taking the money out, whereas with tourism, if the tourism was run by Zambians, the, the money that tourists bring comes straight into the economy. So that's much exactly. easier. And uh, so that's part of the argument. The other argument is climate change and uh, the environment, uh, the water uh, pollution that would occur, uh, the damage to our in, uh, tourism industry. And uh, may I also make a point that um, when you look at the old mines, oh, uh, I think it was uh, one of our gentlemen here, Bianchi, I think, said, uh, what are Zambians doing? Don't they own it? Zambians owned the mines in the Kaunda era. We owned, we had ZCCM, which owned the mines for the longest time. But you know what happened? Because it was an state-owned business, um, it collapsed. It was making losses because of nepotism, poor management, etc. So we now shifted and said, let's privatize. And now, Zambians were not ready for privatization because there are no millionaires. Billionaires, there's no, there's no Zambians with good money. So in the end, it's foreigners who jumped in and bought them at uh, giveaway prices. So we need to rethink our economy. We need to rethink what we've been doing, why state-owned businesses fail, and fix that. And I think we'll come to that when Roger starts talking about this $200 million economy. <laughs> this $200 billion. $200 billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll, I'll end there. Let me, let, me, let me just remind, let me remind all of our brothers and sisters of one major factor, which is when you lose 
Uh, and that that's the mining corporations. They lost with developing in the area below the Zambezi. When you lose, that does not mean they go away. And when you win, that does not mean you have a permanent um, win. What you're going to do or what will happen is that the losers or the mining conglomerates will come back two years and, and try it again. So Absolutely. Those, those who won should mm-hmm. be preparing themselves for yes. the battles to come. So it's yes. continuum. Uh, yes. second thing is, the second thing is I want to suggest and recommend to, to you, Roger, and to Nathan to send our brothers, Calvin and Pianchi, our missionary T-shirts, our Zambia Blog Talk Radio T-shirts that we have oh, at our conference. Yes, that's a good send idea. them both. I one. like that. I like that. Yeah, Fianchi, you need to give me your 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 address. I, I have your. By the way, Fianchi, I've got some good news. Um, I'm, I'm going to share a little bit as as we go. Um, I have Bella and Noah. I don't know if you want to throw in, but Doctor Patrick, thank you for that. We should be getting ready. Uh, for these people, and uh, as you were speaking, I think what I'm thinking is uh, the, the the tourism which goes on a lot of national parks. Uh, I, I'm not sure if the Zambians go even go there. They do go, but it is mostly the the foreigners. Um, I guess we should start preparing a lot of tours. We could have lost we could have lost this uh, national park. Let's start organizing tours for the uh, for the kids to go for the weekends to the national park. Uh, let them own it because uh, they may not have the history, so to say, which we the older ones have about um, that place. So uh, my idea, Dr. Patrick, as you were speaking, is to start organizing schools, school trips, to start going to these uh, uh, national parks. Let the young ones... Begin to own them. Yes, fold that into our um, tourism forum. That's one of our yes. Um, yes. Um, objectives. Yes. And well, the tourism thing, I'm it. writing a business plan there. So it probably yes. will just incorporate it very well with the business plan for, uh, for tour, uh, promoting uh, school trips to, the, uh, yes. to, to, to yes. our national parks. That should be yes. our, our, our project. Yeah, Do you yeah. have something in Zambia like the Boy Scouts here in yes, America? We, we have Boy Scouts in Zambia. All right, let me give you a good but, thing. Uh, Kelvin, I'm not sure how, vi- how um, not, not viable is the word, but uh, how uh, active they are now. Back in the day, they used to be wishy-washy, and that was like 20, 30 years ago. They, sh- they used to be there, but not really there. But now no, with things being this bad, I'm not sure. Well, you can have a Boy Scout troop. You can have a Boy Scout troop in many areas of the country and also adjoining yeah. countries. And yeah. here in America, they have what's called a jamboree. And that's where Boy Scout troops from all across the country, I forget what yeah. state out west they used to go to, but it was huge and tremendous. And all sorts of yeah. activities, the competition was going on. Uh, that would be work very well to get your young people acclimating yeah. into yeah. your forest. 
And then those forces can become uh, classrooms in order to build a, a industry in that particular study. I mean, the possibilities there are just, uh, just do it. No, they are huge. I mean, like Dr. Patrick has said, the, I don't know if it was, a, it was a small scare we got. Uh, we could have lost Kelvin. We could have lost uh, uh, that Zambezi to the mining. So instead of just winning, like Dr. Patrick is saying, we go and sit back, enjoy our cup of tea, uh, we begin, we start a program. Uh, I'm sure it will be very easy to partner with uh, these two operators to give us uh, even discounts for the kids to, to come and spend uh, a weekend. Let these uh, uh, parks be owned by Zambians. Not own them as, as, as in, the, in the balance sheet, but own them as feeling it's part of their property, then they'll protect it much more. I, I, I like you, the idea. Well, Zambia should own the tourist operation, too. I think I turned you on to a gentleman I'm, who I'm does tours. I'm making, plan, I'm making a, a business plan. Are you going to join me or what? Well, I tell you what, when you can talk as you progress through it. How does that sound? <laughs> No, I don't. no, 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 no kidding. You know what? We should set we should set a, a deadline for the business plan for each one of the forums. Uh, each one of the forum, Doctor Kashira, are you listening to what our partners are saying here? Uh, I'm, I, I'm I a bit confused. Um, I think we need to rethink about what forum means. And uh, and oh. what um, forum? What he, what he means is uh, the way we presented the forums at uh, in Dallas. Remember, we yes, had, uh, I know that the forum yeah. is, we is call, a we can, is a we can time that you, you we bring a project and and bring people with projects with ideas to come to that forum and and interact and uh, discuss what they're doing and and get input and maybe. Uh, advertise that so that it grows and becomes uh, uh, an entity on its own. And, and that, that entity should then take up its own um, uh, operations and, and fly away and become, oh, become its yeah. entity. And uh, so the idea of saying, you no, know, we need reports from the forum, you know, um, for example, in my field of, uh, of, uh, of medicine, we it's a long process. It's not something, yes. it's not a business like yes. you're just going to start it tomorrow and take a chamber clinic and put quick, quick equipment. And go. We, we want to make something that is impactful. And that's big. And we are very determined and um, we have, we, we, it's a lofty idea, but it, we, we, are, we are at the stage of organizing ourselves. We're forming an organization, a, a network, and then we're going to start fundraising, and that's where Zander Block Turk Radio would be very useful as a platform and uh, everybody participating in that. But, but the, the organization itself will form, it's, it's going to have a board of directors, it's going to have uh, partnerships, uh, synergisms, and so on. So it's, it's hard for... For, for, for an organization like, like that to say, well, every week I'll give you an update because it's forming its own shape. It's, it's got to, it will have its own uh, issues that maybe some of them will be kept close to the chest 
until they, they come to fruition. So <laughs> I, li- I like I that. Just, so that so my uh, I, I think what uh, Dr. Patrick means is uh, is, uh, that can, uh, you can do like every now and then watching to hear that people have gone and things have, have, have died just the way you've given it to us. Uh, not on the weekly basis, of course. Uh, but I've made a promise to Dr. Patrick that uh, I'm finishing the um, the business plan, so I'm, I'm hoping very, very soon I can send it. Uh, education and um, uh, which one? Uh, we, uh, health is a very active, as you can hear from Dr. Kajira, is very active. Uh, tourism, uh, we are two of us in there. Kelvin is supposed to be in education with, uh, with Nathan. We, we, we want to push them uh, in there so we can come up with, with something. Um, but yeah, it's an encouragement. It, it is an encouragement. Uh, a lot of uh, people here who have called in, we, we, we're going to be encouraging ourselves. Remember, Dr. Kajira, uh, my first meeting with you and your wife, she said she supported me. I said, our first goal is to project the last one hour. Say, yeah, that's a valid question. She supported me. I still remember that. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember, <laughs> I remember that. So yeah, yeah. So that is uh, a thing we're going to be working on. On top of the hour opportunities um, of innovation uh, in Zambia, which can help uh, me create—is it me or every one of us—a 200 billion economy? My God, I'm thinking big, Zakajira. Like you. Yes. <laughs> We've got to think big. Dreams are free, Roger. Uh yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I did. Except that you have talked about uh what's coming at the top of our of the hour, it may fit there because uh one of the things that concerned me going in Zambia with, as as it pertains to energy is the issue of uh charcoal. The first reason why is because one of my relatives was like, well, uh, with uh, $50, that's good capital for me to get into a charcoal business or keep doing it. So I looked at how much profit do you make, whatever, whatever, and they're making a lot of money. But then charcoal is one of those areas that uh, is a hot potato. Most people, corporations, don't really want to touch it because it's um, attached to deforestation, infection environment, and yeah. all that. But... Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is that every household in Zambia right now is using charcoal because of the power situation. Whether I was in Makeni in the mansions with my uncle or when I went to Matero and to, to Empala in Chingola, they are still using charcoal because of the power situation. So is there a way that we can responsibly get in there and try to figure out a way of... Uh, uh, doing the charcoal business, but also planting trees, because I think the, the main aspect is the issue of planting trees, and I, I haven't done any research yet, uh, but that's something worth looking into. Is there a deliberate program of trees being planted to replace what's been taken up by charcoal? Because that business is not going to stop. People are going to continue cooking. Do that with your Boy Scouts. Yep. Deforestation. Big problem. Yeah, yeah, that can be a project for your Boy Scouts. This week, this week, uh, Brother Chadi, 
have spent a lot of time uh, debating, discussing with my brother Rakajira here and others on, on Facebook. And one of the things I've done is to go deep, 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 deep into Singapore. Uh, and they are... Singapore is a little place, like Kitwe. So yeah. with all their success, they can't even talk about Chaco. <laughs> so yeah. what, what we are saying is uh, when you are pushed in the corner, Brother Chad, when you are really pushed in the corner, no, there is no Chaco to come. You know when you go to Lusaka, there are no trees there, ka? They've cut all the trees. They are going into yeah. Umbra and there. That's where they are going. Eventually, 50 uh, years, I don't know if 50 or 30 years, there will be no trees. What are we going to do? And this morning, we are going to talk about, can we innovate? Can we innovate to a 200 billion economy? One of the things we are going to do to find out is can we innovate power to use rather than uh, someone passed a comment. You may not have to sacrifice the environment to be successful, like us also. You don't have to. You just have to. Roger. Uh, Roger. Yeah. Roger. Roger. So, which which is why uh, Brother Allen's uh, proposal of uh, you know exponentially you know uh, uh, getting charcoal out there is not a viable solution. First of all, no, it's not. it has a good, no, it's not. it has a good impact uh, on uh, on the environment through deforestation. You can uh, plant trees, but uh, trees won't mature in uh, in five uh, ten years. You see, uh, there are various sources of energy. We can use uh, wind energy. We can use solar energy. And for information, not every household is using charcoal because of the power situation. No. People have innovated to gensets, uh, uh, inverters, uh, solar panels. You see that? So there are better, better, better sources which uh, will, you know, even uh, enhance or even protect our well, environment. Uh, Brother Kelvin, when we say that everyone is using charcoal, if more than 70% are using charcoal, it means everyone. How many Zambians have gensets? That's How many trees? And, and, and you see, I am not proposing a long-term solution. My concern was in the interim, because the trees are being cut down today. So if our new sources of energy are going to come in five, ten years' time, what damage will have been done in the interim? Yes. So right yes. now, is there something that we can do? to stem the bridging between now when we don't have that innovation and people are cutting down trees and the time when we can finally say we can do this chapel. But trust me, everywhere in Lusaka, they are in the whole country, they are using Bachali, we're not looking, quite frankly, we're not looking at five to ten years for us to uh, implement, uh, you know, other sources of energy. If we can cut down on buying jets for 100 million, if we can cut down on uh, unnecessary okay. expenditure, we okay. can easily, okay. we can okay. easily create okay. a okay. huge <laughs> farm of solar panels. <laughs> and, and I agree we with you. Create, I agree with no, you. Okay. I am between today and then. Let's not all speak at once. Then we we are not communicating. The question question of funding, I've always argued against it. You know what I'm saying? Funding is not an issue. It's a question of prioritization. You see, it's a question of uh, responsibility. How fiscally responsible is our government? You see mm-hmm. that we cannot be we cannot be wasting money. Look at uh, I'll switch gears. Look at UTH. The condition of UTH uh, right now. Are you telling me there's never been money in the last 10, 15 years to refurbish that institution and make it uh, an institution to envy? 
You see that? So ours is a question of priorities. Like I said, $100 million jet, where does that take you? You see, those are ridiculous decisions we make as human beings, right, trying to run a country, and then we come back and say there's no money to innovate in terms of energy. You see that? Okay. Well, Roger, you know... You are nicely, Kelvin, in, uh, although you are going in, into my discussion, but you, you are nicely coming into a $2 billion, uh, um, $2 billion economy I'm trying to create. A while ago, you uh, you accused me of dreaming. There you are with solutions. There you are with solutions. All we need to do is a nonsense of buying a jet when you can plant uh, how many solar systems in Zambia. That's all we need to do. Roger, don't let uh, don't let my contribution massage your ego. How did you come up with 200 billion? What are the metrics? Uh, what 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 investment opportunities are there? How can we internally generate uh, two billion worth of uh, you know resources or things like that? Uh, I, I understand. Uh, uh, we, we are going to discuss that. We we, okay. we, we, we are going to discuss that. We are going to discuss I'll that. You hard Don't you be the discussion? Let's 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 let me hear from Noah. Noah, Noah good morning. Because Noah, if you don't call him, you won't jump in, you know. Yeah, good, good morning, morning Roger. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> uh, good morning. Uh, this is a personal question I'm going to ask you. If you okay. don't want to answer it, your, your, how big was your family when you were growing up? Oh, seven family. We had seven members. So you are used one. to fighting for, at least for something. Maybe <laughs> if you are not present uh, while you are eating, or if you don't eat fast enough, you, you have to have some skills. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I think o- over time I became a good listener. I just listen. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, you know where I'm going. I like that. Anyway, go ahead. You listened quite a Quite a bit. You, you can tell who was uh, in, in, in their home when it was food time. Some of us, you have to, uh, it's a survival of the fittest. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, no. Yeah, no, I've been I've been listening. The, there's been a very fruitful discussion. So I'm actually a little bit under the weather. I had surgery last. I mean, two nights ago. Oh. So I'm just oh, I'm just in a that. listening mode. Oh, oh no, okay. Thank you. Uh, no, no, you I'm need to get all the rest recovery, my brother. Enjoy the, uh, the 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 brother speak here. Brother Noah, oh, yeah. brother Noel, brother Noel in New York. Good morning. Good mo- good morning, brother Charlie. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no, we are we we are here as 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 they say. Uh, anyway, any contribution to what you've you you you've listened enough? I'm sure. No, I've I've listened, and uh, no, so far I'm just uh, I'm just listening, like uh, brother Noah okay. said. You know, I think God gave us two ears and one mouth for one reason, so we can listen more than we talk. So I'm, I'm just <laughs> listening right now. Yeah, 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 okay, w- wonderful, w- wonderful, yeah. So um, b- before we go to the next discussion, 
Um, Zamba Diaspora Business Group, uh, where is Yankee? Yankee is still here? Is, um, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Pianki is a member of Zambia Business Group. Uh, way back three years ago, Pianki, we raised about, I think, $40,000 uh, because of uh, exchange rate the quarter was losing. We had this piece of land. Um, and, and now, yesterday, we got some good news. We've been waiting for three years. My God. I've even told you, Dr. Monsanje, I wasn't very happy about that. Uh, we've had a struggle to get our title deeds, but uh, yesterday we got some good news from Zambia that we, our title uh, deed uh, for our five-acre plot in uh, in Lusaka has been has been issued. So that has been uh, uh, something uh, positive uh, coming from there. Uh, Dr. Monsanje, we, we shared uh, we shared that story. And uh, now the next phase will be for Zamba Diaspora Business Group to sit together, um, see what we can put there. I don't know, a professional office, residential, it's a nice place. Hotel, I don't know. There are too many hotels in, in Lusaka. Uh, they are empty without people. I don't know. But we are, we are going to be I'm, brainstorming. I'm applauding. I am applauding. Outstanding. Outstanding. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had something here. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Outstanding. Yeah, so, uh, Outstanding. yeah no, thank you so much. Thank you. So at least we have uh, a piece of land. Dr. Masanji, you want to say something about it? Uh, hello? hello? Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. No, yesterday I woke up uh, to this very good news. You know, waiting for more than three years for a title deed. You know, it is something, uh, but uh, we give give uh, maybe all the credit to Roger. <laughs> Roger has been the one working very hard to make sure that we finally got our title deed. So we have a group of Zambians here. Uh, we own a property, and it's a property... Uh, for Zambians and uh, I think uh, I don't know what we are going to be doing but we may recruit some of you to still join the the group so that we need to invest with this group uh, because of the way we, we we come from Zambia we have a, a, some issues which actually bother me one of them is uh, these issues of like uh, tribalism so when we were creating this group, I made sure that we have people from all over Zambia. Uh, Roger from Kasempa, uh, <laughs> our president from Mbala, <laughs> you know, myself from Choma. So we were trying to, I was in my brain, we were trying to create a group of Zambians. That is what, it is. and we even have... Uh, we are people who support Zambia uh, in our group. So we are very excited. Please uh, let us work together and uh, show that we in the diaspora, we are not just sitting and uh, eating uh, bread and butter. We are doing something. We are trying to invest in our country. And uh, no, Zambia is not going to be built by Dangotes. It will be built by Zambians, you and me. Thank you. 
Okay, well said, Dr. Professor. So that is uh, an update. Yeah, Raj, so that Raj, is an update, uh, uh, Yankee, uh, just in case you thought uh, the $1,000 uh, had gone uh, and uh, you never hear about it. No? We are still so <laughs> the next phase. Yeah, the next phase is Roger, to if, come up. Roger, if you can, Roger, if you can, send, send a, a letter of thank you uh, to our brothers and sisters that were on the show, I believe, last week with regards to the realtors, and also send a, a, a note of thank you to the ambassador. It's, 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 it's what you call greasing the future wheels. So just send him a, a, a short thank you. Don't send me no letter until you put something on it. That's the easy part. Now the hard part is at hand. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. But I'm just talking about uh, future congratulatory and assistance. And we have the, the realtors on, on the show. And we also engage in dialogue with the ambassador. And, and so we, we need to keep them on page as to the progress. Okay. Uh, okay. End with this one for this. Uh, we may have uh, created an international crisis, uh, Brother Noah. Uh, is it Noah or Noel? Noel. Uh, last week, those who were on the show here, so we were looking at the the SWOT analysis for the for the diaspora, and one of the things, one of the strengths we we looked at uh, was uh, our voice. From that discussion, I said to myself, "Okay, I'm always a vocal guy." Those who know me, if you know, on Facebook, I'm, I'm always vocal. But this time around, Kelvin, I've said to myself, I'm, I'm going to be vocal even more. Um, we, we may disagree who should uh, be the next leader in our country. We may disagree on uh, who, but I think what we all agree, all of us agree, the current administration needs to go, all of us. So in my genius, uh, to, uh, uh, Brother Noel, remember you said we have a voice. So I don't yeah. know if it was in my yeah. foolish genius, my what. So I, I created, I think all of us, uh, all of us saw it. It went, uh, it was very, very viral where I compared what Rwanda has done with 23 million and what Kelvin is talking about here, what we did with 100 million. The Minister of Information commented on that um, in Zambia, uh, saying people don't know what they're talking about, that people don't have freedom in Rwanda, because uh, apparently that picture was praising Rwanda for having made uh, the right choice. Uh, according to the warnings which have been uh, given, the Rwandan government probably is not very happy about it, according to the people on Twitter anyway because some of them were tagging Kagame himself. <laughs> Look what the Minister of uh, Information is, talking, is saying about your country. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that our, our voice needs to be strong. We, we, our country is uh, in uh, a very desperate situation right now. 
I don't know if everyone feels the way some of us feel, uh, but Brother Noel, your, and that was your first contribution, which we, the diasporans, we've seen how Brother Kambui is crying that uh, he's gone down now, and the government is uh, all saying because he talks too much. You know, they cannot take my little wedge from here. So we talked about it last week as uh, our voice. We need to be uh, very, very strong uh, and, and pinpoint what is happening back home. Uh, what was the other thing we talked about which was very, which was very strong as well last week? Who remembers? The students who were here last week. Uh, we talked about our we, we, experience, Wakashida. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I was just going to say we talked about uh, our experiences and, 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 and how they bind us together or how they should yes. bind us together. They should yes, we bind about us. That as well. uh, our, our why, when we looked at SWOT uh, analysis, Wakasonso Kelvin here, everyone, is that as much as we are beating up our government back home, uh, we ourselves in diaspora are not very strong. Um, it was Vakajira and I were talking last night how our total combination of Africans in diaspora, if we can come together, we probably can be raising $50 billion every year. But we ourselves uh, find ourselves in uh, very contentious situations all the time. So what we were saying from last week was, what are the areas where our strength is? Can those areas help us to come together? I thought I should mention that uh, it was very, I think it was a very enlightening discussion we had, uh, uh, as always, uh, last week. Okay, um, before I start, any yeah. other comments, uh, people of the radio? Roger. Yes, go Roger. ahead. I, I think there's go a ahead. big awakening uh, happening right now uh, among the guys, and I think we okay. should not act. Uh, I like uh, the, the former ambassador to the AU. Uh, you may like her or you may not, but, I mean, I, uh, I take my hat off her courage and uh, passion in talking about things that people don't want to talk about, uh, about how Africa is treated unfairly, how France has been stealing money from the continent. And, of course, as, uh, uh, Nathan has gone for that meeting where they're, they're sitting down to talk and strategize. I think if we formed a big organization like, uh, organization like that in either pressure group or whatever, uh, as diasporans, and we're so committed and united across the continent, that would be a vehicle where the offshoots of other, even smaller ones, that will come out of that. There will be support in terms of financial incentives to do things back home to rein in uh, our brothers, the African-Americans, the Caribbean, and everyone else scattered around and form a strong group. So I think there's opportunity. We've been sleeping, but there's, uh, I think we all have to stand up and, and be counted because governments back home are disappointing. They continue to be disappointing in many ways, and I think that's the whole purpose of this radio talk, talk radio is that 
let's do things that are practical. And I think there's a vehicle, there's a movement that's thickening, uh, and I think we can take advantage of that. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have one phone which uh, is giving us quite a bit of crunch here, crunch there. You can mute yourself, please, uh, and then you will only come in as uh, as, as needed. Uh, that way we have a nice, crisp uh, radio uh, discussion. Okay, we, we move now. We, we, we move, and um, I, I, I hope we will make uh, our progress. Uh, this idea uh, of uh, a 200 billion economy, comes from uh, the leader of the opposition who said uh, in five years' time he's going to create a 60 billion economy. And uh, Brother Timpa, in one of the discussions, if you remember, Akajira, he says, what is 60? We can probably even make 100. We can even make 200 billion. Mm. I loved it. Yeah, I loved the 200. Uh, Kelvin was asking me, what are the matrix? The matrix is that I liked what I saw. <laughs> What I saw. Anyway, the the thing is, we have these smaller countries. What have they done right to be where they are? Uh, a place like Singapore, uh, ladies and gentlemen, those who follow us uh, online, Singapore is has about five million five million uh, inhabitants uh, who, who live uh, who live there. In, in other ways, uh, if it was, uh, I've been thinking, Wakajira, is that um, if it was in Zambian mm-hmm. terms, people would have just said, look at, our, look at the land we have. Can we do, mm-hmm. can you, all, all that economy you're talking about, where are we going to, to even put this, put that? It's a tiny place, like Kitwe, Kelvin. That's how Singapore mm-hmm. is. One hour, you can cover the whole country in one hour. The whole country is done. But there it is. Fifth, uh, uh, five million, five million people in a very, very small place, and it is a three hundred billion economy. Should I say they don't have any mineral resources the way we do? The Singaporeans, when you hear to a lot of their their clips on YouTube, what they are saying, what we have is the people. That is our wealth. It is the people. So Kelvin is going to challenge me. Do we have all oh, the sources? This? Do we have this, this? No. We even have three times the size of Singapore. The people. Why can't we look to a 200 billion economy? Don't tell me about the...
was uh, the adherence to the uh, rule of law. So we are going to break that one down, the adherence to the rule of law. Uh, good leadership. Um, in Singapore, their markets are open. I was talking to a young man today, uh, Dr. Patrick, in Kitwe. He will probably be sending his business plan for evaluation. And he was crying, and everyone is crying in Zambia, about the taxes we have in my country. It's like people are just working for ZRA. The only people who are making it in Zambia are the foreigners, because they are given tax exemptions for about five years. But for a Zambian, they face a hefty taxes. What are the Singaporeans have done? They've opened up their markets. And then education, someone talked about education, and then the cultural norms. So our discussion is going to be based on that. Don't be wound up by the 200 billion. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we need 200 billion. But we just want to dive in. What kind of rule of law do we need in the nation? Um, because we need to be very uh, disciplined, Vakashira, if we are going to go for 200 billion. We will need a lot of discipline. If Roger Bacoloni was the president, going to be the president, I have to tell myself corruption is probably not going to be part of the deal. I have to know that. Otherwise, forget 200 billion. Forget about it. So, Wagashida, why don't you start? Here is the PF and their cadres at the, the, is it the market and the bus station harassing people? We are talking about the rule of law here now. Yeah, I, I what think. What kind uh, of rule of law do we need in a, in a nation? Do we need a rule of law where one party can be doing stuff like that? Or we need to be very disciplined and uh, say uh, party nonsense uh, remains uh, in the party office. Go ahead, Wakasha. You may have a point. Uh, I, I, the way I see it is uh, respect for institutions that have been placed, that have been put in place for a reason. Um, so the rule of law entails that the set of rules that every citizen must adhere to or live by, and if they err or if they break those laws, there's consequences that should be meted um, against uh, whoever breaks the law. But, uh, so we need to have uh, the first ingredient, I believe, uh, is for a country to succeed is a respect of the institutions that are there for the common good of every citizen. Mm. So the moment mm. we start breaking the, those institutions exactly. or saying, okay, you, yes, you, you, you can't do it, but me, I, I can't because mm. I'm, I'm in yeah. power or I belong to this tribe. Or Once you start doing that, forget about the $200 billion economy. Exactly. So, you that's easy to do because all you need is leadership that will respect, yes. that will say, if I err, guys, kick me out today. I'm willing to put it away and say someone else better than me take over. 
I think that's where it starts from. We, we, sometimes the issue of corruption and all that and, and not adhering to the rule of law is lost in blaming Zambia, no, us as a people, we need to start from the beginning, from the family, and then it gets lost. But if you have power and institutions, at least you can start there. And, yes. and, and you can start with leadership, must start as an example. They have to live by their word and leave it. Yes. So if you have an erring minister who steals or is accused of stealing and gets away with it, how do you expect the office order to, to, to see some coins exactly. on the table and not take it? You know, so, so I believe, yeah, sometimes we say you've got to build from the ground up. But I think in this case, for, it has to be up down for yeah. uh, for a community to transform itself. I'll end there. There's so many people who want to talk. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, 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 there are a lot of them. But also, you wanted to to come in, and um, I'm giving examples. We are still on the on, on the rule of law. The 200 billion is very, very uh, doable, Kelvin. It is doable. It is doable when we, we when we yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Also, yeah, you know, here we are yeah, a two a, a minister is paying for a house, a real estate, two million dollars in cash. That ain't going to give you two hundred billion. Roger. That is not going to give you a two hundred billion economy. Roger, Go talk ahead. about your yeah. talk about your country representatives in New York or Washington renting a house for ten thousand dollars a month. Okay, <laughs> there okay. You quickly, write it down, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm writing it down. I, I like that. I, I like it. But go ahead. Yeah. So, yes, go ahead. We, we have to arrive at the, 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 um, the core issue that is involved in uh, either 60 billion economy, as I am suggesting, or a $200 uh, billion, as Roger is actually proposing to blow Akahinde's number out of the water. Um, <laughs> the, the, the significant issue here is the mathematics. Uh, we think of economics in abstract terms or finance in abstract terms. We need to think of it in concrete terms, and mathematics does matter. What are the elements that needed to be added to come up to the $200 billion? Uh, let me subtract one Just, of the things. I'm, that I don't want to gonna... cut you short, my brother. I don't want okay. to cut you short. One of yeah, the things um, they're talking about, mm -hmm. these elements mm -hmm. are very, very, very critical. The numbers, yes. And unfortunately, I'm not even bringing the numbers today. I am yeah. just talking about the overall environment, Munsho. The overall environment of yeah. achieving certain things. Yeah, that, that, and then that's I bring where I'm in coming. That's a little dream of 200 billion. But all no, I want to bring to the table is the mm. environment for us to achieve big numbers like that what kind of environment do we need yeah, that's where i'm coming that, that that's where i'm coming at because in that uh, concept of the the two billion lies a good secret the secret is what are the factors that can get us there one of the issues that you have mentioned here is the law yeah but if you look at um developed countries and their models the law is a back banner, not the priority in economic development. You can't legislate the nation into prosperity. First, you have to innovate. Then comes the law to govern what you have innovated. 
So we have to go back to creative destruction and the fear of economic development where we have to take the inventions and use them to innovate and then we can replicate them and imitate that across um, the economy. Let me give you a practical example and uh, probably um, get off. In the recent years, uh, using statistical models, uh, we have developed what is called big data. Big data is uh, an aspect where you collect a lot of information about people and you can use that information using statistical models to, pro to, to predict behavioral patterns and also to provide new services. One of the things that have come out of this is, for example, here in the United States and other developed countries, they've wiped out the taxi industry uh, almost completely because using big data, you can match up riders and drivers using a totally different model, but you collect that information about the drivers and you collect the, uh, through um, um, uh, software engineering and about the drivers and about the passengers, and you match them. And economics is taking place. And out of that comes Uber. And then another company comes to imitate Uber, what the other companies lift. So first of all, there was an invention of uh, big data models. And then there was innovation transforming that into an enterprise, a business activity that takes people's needs and turns them into products and services. And then people can play within that. And then there's imitation. One company copies another and, and stuff like that. And that is, I think, the way we can get to the 60 billion economy. And it's really, really doable. We have to ask ourselves, how much money does Zambia make in tourism? And how much money does Zambia make in mining? And then which, which one is a better bet? And where can we get the most money to invest in other aspects of technological development? In terms of our history as a country, we have done this before. It is the minerals that funded our education system. It's the minerals that funded our tourism industry, that funded everything that Zambia is known of today, including soccer team. So we have to, to think in those terms. Uh, we can get there. And, you know, Aka Indichilema's number is not a miraculous number. It's the problem we have is we have people in there who doesn't understand mathematics and economic development, how it happens. They think it's a magic wand. Finance is not an abstract term, it's mathematics. No. We have people that understand uh, that terminology. We have people that have uh, their minds and eyes set on uh, making progress for our nation. This boils down to political decisions, right? Uh, we have technocrats in those ministries, just as mm. educated as any of us are on this radio show, right? They understand all these things. But when the, when the politician comes in, they evaluate uh, a certain decision will go against them uh, publicly, they are going to shut that down, right? How many position papers have we, have we you know, seen or heard of that uh, professional lecturers, uh, you know, professors have prepared for the government to deal with certain uh, economic situations that have been shoved, gathering dust? We've sent representatives to New York, to the U.N., they have prepared reports, valid reports, and those reports have been shot down. Why? Because they do not favor the politicians. So coming to the Singapore story, when we talk about uh, the rule of law, like Dr. Kajira said, that <coughs> is the starting point, right? That is yes. the starting point. Yes. What do we mean yes. by the rule of law, right? How open should, be, should uh, public expenditure be? Uh, mm. What numbers should you and I, Dr. Kasonso, know 
how much of a free speech is promoted Very when well. we notice the government is buying, uh, yes. you know, useless things at, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Are they going to suppress our voices, right? It took the political yes. leadership of Singapore to say, look, yes. we are going to do this for our country, for our mm. people. Singapore mm. has mm. no yes. natural resources, no natural resources, right? So what they did was to use, first of all, corruption, no corruption. They yes. looked at the civil service and looked at uh, the private sector and said, okay, a minister, uh, a senior civil servant, you know, at a certain grade, make just as much or was lower than a CEO, for instance, of a private firm. So they generated uh, uh, interest in the public service, right? They promoted uh, education in the public service and in the country at large because they knew that with, with education, innovation will come, right? Yes. Uh, yes. They were dedicating a good 57% of the mm. budget to education, right? What did they do next? They promoted the electronics industry. Uh, in promoting education, they sent their people to foreign countries that had uh, advanced in technology mm. and specifically to learn certain technologies. When they graduated, they went back to their countries. They were remunerated well. They took the innovation they learned from these foreign countries into Singapore. Mm. You see that? They, they invested yes. heavily in, in wealth management, right? They invested heavily in services, in buildings. Today, Singapore is a financial hub in the Asian region. So it all starts with political, political, political leadership. That's the beginning. And once the, the politicians show that they respect the law, trust me, everything else will follow. Yes. When I, I, I like that. Once the politician shows one they are respecting the law, yes. Yes. everything else, uh, numbers and, and, and everything else. They'll come in. They'll, those will come in. Yeah, yeah. They'll come in. We have a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, examples here. Um, we can't uh, have, we uh, have uh, our own president. Uh, the, 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 the courts, uh, somebody wanted to say something. The, the court says the ministers should pay back the money. We can't have a politician bury two billion kwacha in the ground, arrested, released on compassionate grounds, and adopted to stand as MP. Are you jokers? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Those are the things we are, we are talking about. Okay, um, okay take, take that man and, and uh, let's say take that man and uh, treat him according to what the law says. How does that add to the economic metrics? My concern here is our focus should, first of all, be into promoting um, uh, into promoting innovation, and then we can we can spur economic activity, and then create laws What Kelvin he talked about uh, education here. Uh, when you look at uh, and those numbers, Kelvin, by the way, I'll be sharing very soon. Uh, in quarter terms, Zambia is uh, uh, investing in. Every child, 1,200 kwacha, uh, 1,150. 
in every child, as far as our budget is concerned. In quarter terms, Singapore is investing 17,000 in one child, meaning one child can have a computer, yeah, absolutely. a child can have all the pencils they need, a yes. child can be innovative. What in a future innovation, like Asonso, are we going to talk about with a child who is not exposed to a computer or to anything? It's the waste of time. Roger, Roger, when I went to Unza, we were using books that were 20 years old. Go figure. Go figure. If hmm. today, Go figure. Children in Zambia, children so in what Zambia, innovation are we going are to talk about? To... Right. Innovation is multi-sectorial. Innovation is multi-sectorial. Innovation in the education system, innovation in, as in every sphere of the economy. Innovation is multi-sectorial. It's not a com- compa- it must not be compartmentalized to one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even in, in education, even in the education system, there is innovation. <laughs> innovation is multi-sectorial. Yes, it starts in the mind of somebody, right? In the education sector. In the education, right? and the idea when I gave those numbers is that we are giving our children, like Asonso, 1,000 uh, kwacha because part of the money, some politician is buried on the ground. Why? There is very little respect of the law. That's the point we are trying to make. Uh, let's see. Let's see what others uh, want to, to, uh, uh, to, to say on this uh, uh, issue here. Titus, stranger, another stranger. If he is he's going to answer, that is. Good morning, Titus. Okay. <sighs> he, he, he calls like that, and then hello, he is. hello, <gasps> hello, Titus. Good morning. Good morning, uh, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I don't know if you are following. You have followed the, 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 the discussion. Uh, we are creating a 200 billion economy. We've go, we are going into some of the elements which are required to build that, yes. and one of them, which we are trying to unpack, as you say yourself, to dissect, is the, the rule of law. Uh, when we see yes. what is happening uh, back home, uh, whether it is uh, political yes. violence, those things do not inspire investors. Those things. Do, do not in, inspire uh, free free thinking. We have uh, political let, violence let because contribute. people have very little respect for the law. Go ahead. Let me contribute to the same thing that ends up to those money we are talking about. I think we need to have an accountability. We have a new phase of towways, uh, uh, tow, tow gates. One has to be uh. able to account for where that money goes. Exactly. Because one, exactly. it doesn't build the road, so we need a, a proper accuracy of when they collect this money, even ZRIA, when he collects that money, where does it go? You read everywhere they collected more than what they expected and whatever, but where does that money go? You go back to that child who's, who's got what, 1,000 something? And, 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 that the, uh, that and then where that does that money go? Titus, that's what Kelvin is saying here. Our books, how open are we willing to open up the books to the Zambian people? When, I, when I'm building my 200 billion, how open, Roger Macaloni, Roger Charlie, how open are you going to be to open up the books to the Zambian people? If you want to close the books, guess what? Just 
as you might as well forget even about 15 billion. Forget about it. We'll be where we are. And the problem is we have four people that have that two billion you're talking about. Four Zambian people who have that four billion, not the country. That's another problem that we have. Four individuals close to the network of the ruling of the reader are the ones that are going to have that billion dollars, not the country. Okay. That's where the problem is. How in the world what are, are we going to overcharge uh, uh, the Zambian government so that the minister gets I'm, 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 I've given myself this 200 billion. I'm going to be thinking about it. And it's very possible. If someone saw what I, I heard from YouTube the other day, uh, someone says, I'm going to build the biggest, uh, the biggest what? The biggest building in town. And if you ask me how I'm going to do it, because uh, I don't know the answer, I'll, I'll, I'll give it. Anyway, Matak, come in here. You, you've listened quite, quite a bit uh, as well. Uh, on, the, on the rule yeah. of law, uh, as, uh, as, uh, as far as uh, economic development uh, is concerned, uh, some of us, me in particular, believe we are where we are as a country because of a very soft or non-existent uh, law of law in our in our country. Yeah, well, well, that is true. There's, there's no real rule of law to talk about, and anybody who is even accused of anything, nobody has ever received real consequences that can occur. Because the only way to stop something is if people know that that thing will happen. This was his end result. Then, when it's my turn, I'll think twice. I don't want to end up like him. But if he was caught stealing, we talked about it for one day. Now he's the biggest thing around, and they want him back in, in with the government. Now he's the, the one who's been appointed the minister or whatever. Then what? Why should I stop stealing? You know. So if we are saying that politicians are corrupt and they're evil, right? So this is what we are. So now the question that we really should be discussing is. How do we bring about this rule of law? Because two years ago, three years ago, we were talking about the same thing. Five years ago, we were talking about the same thing about our politicians. Ten years ago, we were still talking about politicians who are corrupt and stealing and doing all these things. So we, we've got to figure out what ways do we pressure our politicians into beginning to adhere to the rule of law. Because if we are saying the rule of law is one of the major uh, issues that we are facing, then until that problem is solved, there's going to be very uh, little progress that we make. So that's one side of the story. And then the other side would be, okay, we understand that this is the environment that we are operating in. Within this environment, how do we still be innovative? How do we still be, uh, okay. you, know, you know, be able to bring about advancement? If our education system, they are using books that are 20 plus years old, with, given what we have, how do we begin to move uh, forward? Because we can wish to have what the U.S. students have, what the Singapore students have, but we're not about to get it in the next two years unless something miraculous happens. And we can't, we, we can't uh, bank on the goodwill of somebody that's going to come in towards the interest of the nation at hand. Because when they, before they are in office, they have the nation's interest at hand. They have every solution for our situation. Okay, uh, brother Charlie, your, your phone for some reason. Yeah, we can catch you. Uh, we can catch you, but most of it we we are losing it. Uh, but uh, you raised uh, a very important question here. 
um, and that is how the Singaporeans uh, dealt dealt with it. Uh, how they, uh, they, they they created a situation where people who adhere to the rule of law. Uh, Kelvin talked about it. Uh, part of it, uh, they gave themselves big money, big salaries. Uh, people didn't like that. Um, but I, I, I'm not sure, Kelvin, if that is uh, one of the, the reasons. Could we probably say uh, we come to the question now of good leadership in the in the country? People buying into uh, the the vision of the 200 billion, uh, the sacrifices they have to make as a as as, as a country. Uh, who, who wants to say something? As you build this empire of 200 billion, what kind of leadership? Should we me, be are uh, looking to 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 have in the in the country? Let me just say something uh, real quick, Roger. Although I don't like uh, the political side, I mean I appreciate what he's doing uh, economically. This is poker gaming. That's what we need, right? We need the we need a leader that's going to have faith in the professionals, right? Yes. When the professionals advise. Uh, mm. This leader must be able to impress upon uh, his uh, ministers, uh, you know, permanent sectors, whatever, that this is the right direction to take. We don't need a leadership that views professionals as enemies of the state. Enemies of the state. We don't need that. You see, uh, these decisions uh, are very, uh, these are easy to make, right? Uh, you give yourself, look, we're not saying develop the country in five years or ten years or create a $2 billion, $200 billion economy in five years. We're not saying that. But what we're saying yeah. is uh, the $200 billion should be a target, a 30-50 year target. Yes. Where? Yes. Everyone should have it in their mind. Yes. Every five mm-hmm. years you're able to evaluate, right, you're able to evaluate uh, where you're at. Uh, you, you create uh, milestones. Okay, we, we, we committed to invest uh, 35%, 40% of our budget in education. Have we achieved that? Yes. What are the results? Yes. The results are positive. <clears throat> you move on. Let's go to agriculture. Let's go to services. Let's go to this sector. You see that in the next 40, 50 yes. years, trust me, that $200 billion economy will be nothing. You see that? But if we cannot trust our professionals, we cannot heed uh, to advice, We'll be talking every Saturday, and these guys will be listening and sipping on blue whiskey <laughs> and laughing at us. <laughs> well, you, you, you know what, yeah. Kelvin? You're a young man. Uh, while yeah, they are sorry. listening, well, uh, remember what I said about uh, the show from last week? I had to do something very drastic, uh, drastic uh, by, on my post. So others will take over. These people are not going to be there forever, that's for sure. So our, 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 our information is going. Our information, even ourselves, Bakarajira talked about it as well. A leader will arise, and one day we are going to remember, we talked about this, this kind of uh, put, putting my cousin on the accountship when he's not qualified. This is a no, no. If we have to, to, to raise standards to two billion, you know? Epoch yeah, Georgia, yeah, we have a quick epoch. thought. Another quick thought that yeah, we must ahead, also, uh, yeah, we, another quick thought that we must also account for, is just look at uh, observe how people become rich individually, and then extrapolate that to the style of management of the country. 
it's possible to reach those numbers. For example, people who become rich simply take more of what they earn and put it aside, put it aside. Then they take what they have put aside and put it in a bigger cause that will expand the earnings. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so we as a country to reach where you want us to reach, Roger, we have to keep more of what the country is earning in the republic. But everything that we earn goes out of the republic. And we have even got big enterprises that have pinged our country half of, uh, you know, the other half, you know, like equivalent to the national GDP, the balance sheet assets, they externalize all their earnings. A $200 billion economy in that kind of structure? Is a pipe dream. We have to close those loopholes. We have to close those type of loopholes first. Those are listening online. 200 billion. We're not saying we'll just come tomorrow, copper here, dig here. There are just some things we are going to do. A pokangame, someone was saying here, Noah, how in Rwanda they say the meeting starts at 9 o'clock in Rwanda. Guess what? The meeting starts at 9 o'clock. All 10 people Roger. should be there. Or you are Roger. not allowed in. Roger, the other ingredient yes. is discipline. And that's where yes. your point of 9 o'clock yes. comes in. Discipline is key. We have a lot of indiscipline in, in certain places. Yeah. I won't mention Well, I, 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 Kelvin Mitchell said what? He said good leadership. This yes, is what a yes, good and, and, and the discipline that comes with it. And, and, and yes. you know, Dr. Casonso mentioned something about, and I think we are all be crying the flight of funds out of our country because we emphasize on foreign direct investment, but the money that they invest is going out. That brings us to SOEs, state-owned enterprises. <clears throat> Singapore has a lot of state-owned enterprises, but their state-owned enterprises work for the people and they function. Yes. Why? Yes. Why yes. state-owned enterprises in Zambia yes. are always in negative? Look at Zambia Airways. It, it died. Why? I did see. I went to create a profit since it was created. Yeah. Autism was there. The government steps in. Zesco maybe. The party says, hey, give us two money we need for campaign. You know, where the, 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 the rules are not clear cut, where you haven't decided yes. that this is a no-no. You know, you cannot do this. There's discipline. This company must function, must bring profits. Those profits must be plowed back. No one should be able to just go there and say, bring some money. So I think uh, that, again, is merged in the rule of law. It's merged in, in everything yes. else uh, yes. my, my yes. just said. Yes. So, so I, I'm glad everyone has seen where our $200 billion is. Probably, Kelvin, it is even more. We don't know. A country like Zambia, the kind of location <laughs> where, the kind of location where we are, the minerals, the water we have. You don't can't tell me that and waste two hundred billion when Dubai, which is in there, okay, they have oil, whatever. But that's all they have. I have the soil, I have the land, I have the people, I have the water, I have the minerals, gentlemen. And you tell me all I'm worth is twenty billion? Give me a break. That's what I say. 
I said, give me a break. Good leadership, which <laughs> good leadership, <laughs> which inspires confidence. Um, leadership for a two hundred billion. We saw how this. It was a ruler, uh, Kelvin uh, Lin Kwan, in Singapore, and all the Africans again. We are complaining. Oh, no democracy in Rwanda, whatever. You know, this guy has given himself, I don't know, endless time. But stories we hear from these countries, it's that these leaders, Kelvin, they inspire confidence. Or anyone else, please. Uh, These are the people who are jumping in, but uh, if you want to jump in. These leaders, they inspire confidence. Vis-a-vis our own Lungu. Has zero confidence, even himself, when look at him. He can't even meet the, <laughs> the, the, the members of the press to, to look them in the eye. He's busy reading. They had to write for, for him to address the. That is not inspiring. In times of trouble, in times of uh, we don't have uh, a lot shedding, we don't have this, we are looking to a leader who is going to come and talk to the people, put confidence in them. Someone pick it Roger. up from me. Please. Roger. Presidential speeches are written by other people, but the point I made earlier was they have to trust the professionals. If the professionals put together uh, a, a speech based on metrics, based on what they've seen, based on what's obtaining and what they project yes. in the future, that leader must read, understand, and project that to exactly. us, the people. Exactly. You see that? So exactly. if, 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 that, if such a speech is prepared for that uh, leader and they look at it and say, no, this won't uh, make sense for me politically, guess what? They're going to put it in the shredder, you see? But uh, I'm going to defer to my, my brother, Noam Sokotwane, the great. <laughs> uh, I hope you have know, uh, you, uh, Noel, uh, with yeah, what yeah. You, you wanted to, to say. We are talking about a leader who will ins- who inspire us? Uh, I don't know. Here in America, we were inspired with Barack Obama. I think this is why the Democrats are so flat right now. Flat, flat. I'm, I'm inspired. No way. Uh, yeah. 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 Whatever. Whatever, Bianchi. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say. Usually, I think I've said this before. Usually, people who have been successful in business or people who have been successful as leaders in politics, usually they have a vision of what they want either their company to be or their country to be. They look at 15 years from now, if we do this, 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 where are we going to be in 15 years? There's a roadmap to what they want their country to be or what they want their, their business to be. Let's say, for example, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, they had a vision of what Apple or what Microsoft is going to be, and they improved from that vision. Yes. The president of Rwanda, of Rwanda, the same thing. They have a vision for what the country, what they want the country to be. Even when you're standing to be president, you tell the people, this is the vision I have for this country. Now, in our case, our president became president without having that opportunity to say, how do I want my country to be? So he got there by 
whether you call it default or not, with no vision of what he wanted the country to be. Hence, the situation we're in now. You are handed a place, and you do not know what to do with that place. So you do not want to be part of that. So that is the problem we have. So when you don't have the vision of how you want your country to be, you will not have the priorities in order from what is priority number one, what is priority number two, what is because you never had that vision to be able to have those priorities. So as a leader, you need to have a vision and set priorities of what is important for your people, the whole country. It's our case. Hey, Roger. Oh, no. So that's Roger, is it? Roger, did you want to say something? Uh, yeah. Is it not true that China's leaders are degreed in engineering and other professions? Just hold on right there, Bianchi. Hold on right there. The cabinet for Chinese are doctors. It's not that degree. Like I pick up a degree from the United States. Uh-uh. Number one, you have doctorate, PhD, who are in there. That is number one. Two, you should have proved yourself in whatever you have done, like, like you know, what he's saying here, that, that, that you can deliver. They don't, Absolutely. They don't invite weasels into Chinese cabinet. They don't invite yeah. losers there. They have you real, know, I started, real uh, uh, people, qualified people, doctors. People forever and, talking and, about. And, 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 and this is where uh, Kelvin's point goes. You know, when you are filled in your, in your cabinet with people who have probably brains, more brains like than you are, like Obama used to say. And then they are advising you, and then you are able to get it. Well, I, I had have, something you know, in mind until you said that word. Yes, people. People, it is, it is, it is sad, ladies and gentlemen. It is sad. Wakajira. Diplomas and the people who are the Minister yeah. of Agriculture is a diploma. Diploma holder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A diploma holder is a Minister of Agriculture. And then you go, you, you, you yeah. cross the, uh, the, the, the lots, you go to China. PhD, Doctor of Science of that is the Agriculture Minister. And you tell me those people are going to, to sit two of them and discuss a, an agreement. Are you but kidding me? Roger, you? even if you put my PhD in Zambia, if the ethos and the lack of rule of law and indiscipline and, the, you know, the stealing that goes on, it, nothing will happen. So that's education true. is that's one, why you but how you use there. your education to the betterment yeah. of, uh, of your fellow man is what matters. You know, yes. so but yes, you may understand the points like um, Kelvin is saying. Professionals advise you as a policymaker. You have a whole set of professionals who are—that's their day job. They're doing it every day. They advise you. All you need to do is have the brains to understand what they're saying and and then implement it. Uh, well, so sometimes the uh, PhDs and all. Yes, the Chinese probably they they did it well. You have it has to go. Education must go hand in glove with a, a discipline, with respect for rule of law, yes, with everything yes, else. Yes. So I've seen yes. people with well, you might as well you might as well throw out all those leaders. Testing up ministries. Anyway, sorry. 
Yep. Yeah. Sure thing. <laughs> you might as well throw we out keep, all uh, those leaders you elected. Yeah. <laughs> I think we keep going back to the uh, same issue year after year. Because if we are going to wait until we have a person who just has the heart to come and do things well for our country, I think it's going to mm. take us a long time. What we need is also complementing someone with good intentions should be systems that are there to protect the nation. Yes. Because these guys have great plans they get into office. But they have plans, you know, and there are people who are educated, we have great, great technocrats in these offices. But if the only thing we're depending on is that the president must want, must, must uh, have a good heart or heart for the nation, yes, it's going yes. to take us a long time. Exactly. We have to have consequences for every action. And yes. it's got to be deliverable. We see this one decided to pay $1 million for a fire truck. He, his property was grabbed. This is where the $1 million went. He got a commission of $700,000. This is the money in his account. In his uh, hmm. offshore account, we have we have repossessed. He's now in jail. He's going to sit there. Well, he shall be uh, 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 you've gone backwards, and uh, that's why we started with no. the rule of law. Yes, <laughs> that's why we started exactly. with the rule of law. And okay, we can't just be, be a rule of law. It, something else has to complement, and uh, this is now right, how we arrived at uh, the leadership yeah, we are looking but, at. The, right, the leadership but, we, we are looking at. Uh, okay, but here's I don't know. We don't write papers. One day, someone who subscri- who, who, who put this in, in writing, uh, HH has told us, okay, you you guys give me something. We are going to say this is what we are looking for. Yeah, but Roger, here's my thing. All these guys, when before they get into office, we they have these ideas. They have papers. I agree papers. with you. I, I agree with right. you. Now, uh, I agree so with you on that. How, okay, so my question is, how do we get to a... No, 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 no. Okay, forget Lungu. He's not the only president we've had. He's not the only president we've had. I think the person who... He's not the only president we've had. He's not Okay, but here's the thing. How do we get to that place where they can really be accountable for? Because if we just scratch it, you know, we need them to be accountable and we leave it there. How do we arrive at that place? that they're able to be accountable for. Because these things, five years ago, we were discussing the same things. The same politicians yeah, keep turning us around in circles. Even if HH comes into power, for me, he's going to do the same thing. He might be a little bit better, but it will be the same. It doesn't mm. matter the person. That's right. So we That's right. a person. We want systems. Yeah, we can't count on a place. person. No, no. Yes. System. So regardless System. of who is there, yeah, so that regardless of who comes into office, there will be things that will limit his powers. No matter how bad Trump is or how bad Obama was, there are systems in place that have limited his uh, powers, and we've got to have that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I liked the part uh, where Kelvin said a uh, uh, part of it, Rachadi. Unfortunately, we are going to rely on um, some good leaders. It's not going to be uh, we put some magic, this and this, this and this, and therefore a person who will come, they will fit in there. They can choose to ignore everything you've put in place. They can choose to but ignore. Roger, there's power in but the people. This one you, like, we are, we are it's like on the Zambezi uh, issue. 
You saw how yeah. citizens just felt passionate yeah. about an issue yeah. and yeah. pushed the yeah. politicians to do something so we, about we, it. We, we, I, can you listen. ourselves, gentlemen, I and listen, listen to, to us online? Oh. They may act stubborn in public, but they do listen, and they fear. They know. You know, if we go completely against our people, things can happen. So uh, in terms of how do we go from the – if people, Zambians themselves, realize that, look, the system we have, we're depending too much on a president, and sometimes we're lucky, sometimes we're not, why don't we restructure how we govern? And make sure we create institutions that can uh, can survive the years, irrespective of what president we select, you know. And and then just brainstorm around that. I think it can be done. Oh, just part, uh, part of the comments uh, I heard uh, when no. I had compared the, um, the 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 plan, Mr. Lungu's plan to Kangame's uh, solar, uh, solar solar plant. A lot of people would say yeah, on Twitter how straightforward that case was. It is so so straightforward. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to vote for the first time. This this is unacceptable. I'm going to vote for the first time. What, what we are doing, Rashadi, is to to educate ourselves. What we are doing is to educate our people. So they understand that the poverty we are going through, it's not God-given. It has not just magically come. It is because somebody has chosen to have a plan instead of putting that money in a computer. No matter how many rules. We have enough rules in Zambia, I believe. But as a radio, our job is to open up people's minds. To refer them to yeah. Singapore, refer them to China, refer them to Chile, somewhere to, to Gangame, poor Gangame, where they're successful. And the people start comparing notes. And guess where the, the power comes from? The power comes from the people. Like you've got to ask the people, Roger. You, you've got to ask the people, where does Lungu feel he can buy a plane for 20 years and it's okay? Because he knows there's zero consequences for him. You should understand that the same laws, once Lungu loses power, can easily lock, them, lock him up. Are those but laws going to be introduced when he loses not... power? No, those laws are still there. No, just, uh, Roger. Roger, let me just... back your point on... Uh... <laughs> Roger, let me back your point on um, the Chinese cabinet. The cabinet of the country is the executive system. The, the cabinet of the country is the executive system. So I think that what the Chinese have done to bring uh, experts, it's um, within the PhD program, there is uh, training at the highest level and uh, developing expertise at the highest level to have insight and detailed constructs that you can put together to influence outcomes. And secondly, there is the ethic of commitment to doing only what advances the well-being of my humankind. And I think that is where uh, I, my heart beats with you when you talk about incorporating uh, that type of level of expertise mm. in the executive system of managing and running a country. I think That's the PhDs good. are needed to run Zambia. I agree with you. Mm. 
Okay. The idea of having a diploma certificate. We are not saying it's bad, <laughs> but it's not, it's, a bad, it's not a good idea. You know, we want people who are a little bit sophisticated. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Next week, um, uh, time allowing, I think we will make time. Uh, by time allowing on Wakajira's uh, side, we are going to talk about uh, the heart, umutima, the, the muscles. How do you make your muscles stronger, especially when you're growing a little bit older? What happens to, to the muscles of the heart? So I don't want to talk uh, to, to tell you exercise, because exercise, everyone says, oh, here we go again. But we have a cardiologist here, the man ex who, who is experienced in looking at the heart, Dr. Kajira, Kelvin. We have to use this man. He's going to explain to us the formation of... This thing we talked about the heart, what does it do to our bodies? And why do we need to, to take care of it? So Good. be here next week, those who are listening online. Uh, Dr. Kajira and I will take about uh, 30 minutes or so. We are going to examine. Um, I'll probably become a doctor after that. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Kajira, you give me a small certificate. I can go find a job in Zambia with the Mr. Lungu. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> here I am. Here I am with this. But anyway, that was um, a good discussion, Kelvin. Everyone who called in, those who sat uh, silent and, uh, and listened, we are building a 200 billion, uh, not some um, fantasy figure out from the, the sky. We have everything in Zambia. But what is, the, what is killing us, it is when our own leader says the ministers are not going to pay back. Everyone says, what? guess what? I also, um, whatever I'm doing, I do it, I'm even, eh? That's what our leader says. That does not inspire the spirit to grow $200 billion. So either from ourselves, we are going to believe in ourselves to say Zambia can be a $200 billion economy. But to, to, to do that, these are the elements which need to be uh, in, the, in, in that discussion. So thank you for being with me. Two hours, uh, again, has gone by very, very quickly and nicely. Um, join us again next week when we look at another topic. And uh, one of the topics we're looking at is uh, the heart. Is, is the heart, Vakajira, is it made of muscles or tissue? <laughs> um, it, it's both, made of both tissue, muscle. So a muscle is a tissue. So just it's a form of tissue. So okay, yeah, and okay. Uh, so, and, so, and it's a very interesting organ actually, yeah. as opposed to what we think that it just pumps like like squeeze. Yeah. It actually has torsion. Yeah. It it twists itself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's so many dynamics that take place in the heart, and uh, with uh, new technology, we're understanding its function much better and treating yeah. it better. So. Yeah, you take care of yeah, it. So tune in next week, it. and uh, we'll talk about this, and, and yeah. uh, hopefully we'll, we'll all learn and uh, it will influence how we live our lives. You are one of lazy people like me who, don't want, who doesn't want to exercise, do this and this. Come, come and listen why it is very critical for us to do some of these small yeah. exercises. 
Say to everyone, let's go and make a 200 billion economy. We can do that. Have a good weekend, everyone.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.